0: Greetings and salutations, this is a Thack Daddy experience, I am your one and only host of Thack Daddy, and I'm just gonna dive right into this Hell's Paradise episode 2, uh, and this, uh, episode is pretty fucking cool, uh, it begins with Sagiri, uh, telling a story about how her father, uh, uh, Yamada Simon executioner, uh, Decapitated dude who was telling a story. um, And the dude didn't miss a beat. Even after his head was decapitated. Because. uh, Her father's spirit. Was at peace with his sword. And didn't bring any. Fear and misery. Into. The person they were decapitating. Because his focus was so balanced. That's some crazy ass shit. You know She's kind of in an existence Where you know There's a huge shadow Cast over her Like for her father to be someone Of that stature And for her And her clan To try to you know sort through Being A samurai And you know Having all this doubt and fear, and you know she's even told that uh her swordsmanship is ruled by doubt and fear, so the selected prisoners are they're gonna travel to Shinsenkyo, and they're supposed to return with the. Immortality granting elixir. So this is sort of like a half ass selection process, you know? And basically they you know, the officials tell them you bring back the elixir, you receive a pardon and they hold up the pardon and even though all the prisoners' faces are all covered up, they still look up. And You know Sigiri's looking. And she looks at different criminals. Including a guy named Adachi Mayagoro. And apparently he was a fiend. Who only killed women and children. And only did so for pleasure. And Sigiri asks herself. You know. Can she just kill an evil person outright? And then while she's in her reverie. This ninja chick starts talking shit to Maru, And she said he's disappointing in person. And his presence doesn't match up to his reputation. Um, the official goes on to discuss senkyo And saying it's a paradise. Then they ask the prisoners to remove their masks. And then they have this amazing little reveal. Where the only sergeant who returned alive from... A recent expedition to shinso Um... <laughs> um... Yeah... He comes back and... It, you know he's got flowers growing all out of his body and... They came from bumps that were all over him when he got back and um... I don't know how the fuck this dude actually even made it back... That was one of my questions like this... That's the type of shit that runs through my mind Like randomly I'm just like how did this fucking That story of how he gets back Is more interesting to me than the anime In the back of my mind How the fuck did he get back? You know Um 60 other members who went with him Were unaccounted for Um Some of the prisoners protest you know they think it's kind of fucked up that they got to be sent on such a dangerous-ass mission just to get a pardon. Um, the officials say, you know, that the criminals are bastards who should shut up because they've already been sentenced to death. They're they're like going to get to go to paradise and they get a shot, you know, at actually freeing themselves, even if it's just one of them. So, they have no rights and should shut the fuck up. So... <laughs> the official One of the officials says that you got opt out right And then uh A prisoner gets pissed says he's gonna leave Says he's not gonna go to this fucked up island And get um <laughs> You know Turn into some fucked up flower monster Thing and then uh He gets his fucking head cut off And um uh, Then the official Right after this guy gets his head Cut off it goes on I say that you know All the prisoners will be assigned uh, a samurai. And, uh, you know, they accompany the prisoners. And if the prisoners get out of line on that scary-ass, plant-infested island, then the executioner will be right there to cut their fucking heads off. So... And if you kill the monitor... Whether they, you know, or they die by accident, you can't get back on the boat to come back. So that's really fucked up and then uh you know his excellency whoever he he is cuz uh i don't i don't know the, i believe is the shogunate i apologize well the shogunate guy whatever the fuck he uh you know says some shit <laughs> wow i'm bugging out i apologize uh yeah, his excellently says that he wants it to be known that he wants the prisoners to reduce their numbers because there are a limited number of Simon executioners and there's limited capacity on the boat. So a prisoner looks around. He's like, yo, what you mean? Reduce our numbers. Then you get this crazy young blonde kid who's choking the shit out of someone, choking them to death. And he says, you don't. He's like don't you see what they want. They want us to kill each other. The thinning of the herd as I recall it. Um, and then that dude who was complaining. He gets his face smashed in with a fucking rock. And then all these prisoners start beating the shit out of each other. And killing each other. And. Sigiri's still looking. And she looks at Gabimaro. He hasn't moved. Um, Man. Gabby Morrow is one of the. Red sealed prisoners so. The blonde guy was also a red sealed prisoner. He's a, a leader of a group of. Mountain bandits. Um, there's a giant. Whom people were hitting and stabbing. Um, I always forget how to say his name. It starts with an R. Rakuta. I I don't know I'm going to try to sort that out. That's pathetic but. They don't say his name too often Um You know Um Yeah I'm gonna figure it out I apologize for being uh Brain dead on Um that particular character I mean he's seriously Fucked up though Roku Rota. Nah, and I might have said that wrong, but that's, yeah, that's the guy, that guy, he's seriously fucked up, but, um, yeah, he was very huge, and then you see that female ninja who was trying to punk Gabby Maru, she's fucking people up, and then, uh, there's another guy, a massive master swordman who's just hurling people around like Sacks of feathers And um This guy Eisen don't know He admonishes Sigiri Saying that you know The task that she She's been handed is not for a woman And, and that she is not Possessed of the fortitude for this journey And um You know they go to a flashback Of Sigiri when she was a kid And um <laughs> And you know she's she's saying that, that her clan only makes their living from the deaths of others. Like completely. Like whether it's testing swords or bodies. Making medicines out of the dead or beheadings and executions. This is the lifestyle of the Simon clan. So. While she's coming out of the reverie of that. Thought. There's three prisoners who spot her and um. As they're coming forward... Dono steps forward... But Sigiri puts up her hand... And... You know... She has a moment of fear and anxiety... And then she cleanly and deftly decapitates... All three of these fucking guys... Um... Then then it's kind of funny... Because Gabby Morrow gives a speech about... How killing is not necessarily a requirement all the time... Uh... That the act itself is simply not necessary... And then the other prisoners are like... Mocking him... Because you know... On the one hand they're thinking he's not going to do anything... But then he's like... You know... Well... If you're going to get in the way of me... Getting back you know, together with the one thing that I care about... Which is my wife... Then I'm going to have to kill the shit out of you... And And then this fucking guy loses his fucking mind man... Like he's fucking... Jumping around... Tearing people's throats out Punching holes into guys' chests Crushing their hearts He's like basically doing a bunch of like Sub-Zero Sasuke shit And It's fucking insane It's like it's a, it's a show you gotta watch the action sequences Like more than once Like Cause it's so complicated Like the movements and like the Savagery and it's just very savage um, Yeah pretty much man That sets up you know when they head over to the island And that, that island shit is uh, That's where things get real kooky But I mean Him going off like that In this fight It's crazy um, And it happens so quickly Like Initially, I saw that second episode, and I really was, I was like, oh, okay, it's okay. Like, I didn't pay the proper amount of attention to it that I should have. And then when I did, I was like, oh, man, like, this thing's a little out of control, man. Like, this show is seriously, seriously shot out, you know? Like, um. I I really can't wait for that, I wish they w- I can't wait for the next season, uh, I really, um, that next season is going to be something else, man, because this blonde kid, he's out of control, man, like that guy, seriously, he's fucking nuts. Like, if they do this show justice and stick to the manga, it's going to be fucking great. Because thus far, it's fucking amazing. You know, like... And I'll, and I'll say this again, too. and People might think it's corny. I know they're doing a live-action TV series of Harry Potter. But, you know, they just need to do a fucking anime. And literally, you could just follow the books. You just draw the shit. You got the characters. Boom. That's it. Man, it would be great. I mean, I think it, it would. You know, they should have did it years ago. But doing it now would almost can't g- be guaranteed like a hit. But doing it live action, it's like, nah, I don't know about that. There's two. You know, I, I don't feel like it's something that that needs to be remade already. Like, maybe you just need to invest in new creations instead of just trying to, like, find a uh, IP and then milk it to death. You know? But anyway. So, these fools end up on this fucked up island. Right? And, uh, like, this, this dude, <laughs> yo, his relationship, Gabby Morrow's relationship with Sagiri is really terrible, like, she immediately goes into, you know, I'm an executioner, I'm not your ally, if you don't find the elixir and receive your pardon, it's not my problem. And then she's like, if you refuse to bind your hands, I'll chop your head off. And he's looking at her. And he just sighs. But, you know. Like, their, their relationship is super awkward. And then, of course, he gets fucking hit in the fucking head. By a giant fucking steel ball on a chain. By a dude wearing a crazy-ass red mask. And that dude looked like he fucked him up. (laughs) I mean, seriously. And then this fool says, wow, and just stands up and cracks his fucking neck. And he said, I dislocated my, my neck. I mean, come on, man. Twisted Keon, a condemned criminal. He was a warrior monk who fell in love with weapons during his training. He stolen over a hundred weapons from other warriors. Yo, his mouth is dirty as hell. When he licked the sword, his tongue looked fucked up and long. He got big ass hands. And of course, this dude was arguing with Seguri when his hands were bound. And then... <laughs> the the other Simon made fun of her for being too stringent, and he was like, "I wasn't gonna argue with scum over fucking binding their hands, but you got your boy's hands bound because you strict." <laughs> oh man, and she is the lowest rank. <laughs> oh man, so this dude he's mad that Gaby Morrow's ignoring him and calls him stalwart is an awkward word for it but he's now he wants to do his weapons test and use Gabby (laughs) Baru he keeps licking all his weapons though it's kind of gross and he's got a lot of scars he just this fool just called this guy a pervert too like they're talking and he's like dude are you a pervert or something (laughs) why you keep licking your weapons (laughs) He didn't say the part about licking your weapons, but why would he say that? Like, he's like, are you a pervert or something? You know? Like, like he be bugging. And this dude was popping shit, and he was like, yo, I'm going to kill this fool. Oh, God, this bitch still with the binding your hand thing. And he gets hit in the head, and still, she's so annoying. Oh, man, he's hitting him with all kinds of shit. A steel ball again. He fucking smashed his thing over his fucking head. Oh, now he going just, he going launch everything at this nigga, right? But, oh shit, I don't think that's going to work. Like, he just launched this motherfucker. You see all the weapons coming towards him Oh shit He just kicked that shit right through this fool's chest And he kills this motherfucker With a single blow Oh well it could have been Oh he's up He's ready to get busy Oh it looks like this is gonna be a real fight. And then you see a little creepy butterfly. Some oh wow, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow. You beat the fucking shit out of this dude, man. He fucking put like every fucking weapon he had in his own ass. <laughs> <laughs> The Simon that's talking to her right now. This guy's such an asshole. Like for real, it's out of control, man. Wow, people kept plotting against each other, killing each other. this island, so right away people are dying. Oh, they made a good point in this show. Oh, the blind Isama. This chick tried to seduce him. That went really bad for her. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, seriously. This show is crazy. Yo, this guy. Oh Rokarota. Fuck that eye patch dude up. Oh. He motherfucking That dude's nasty as hell Be eating people Oh man This island is vicious And Chobe That blonde kid Oh man He's tearing people apart Oh See that blind Asaimon He killed the chick trying to seduce him The ninja chick This other dude He's dead too. Hattori's messenger. The shogunate. Oh, the shogunate's gonna get down with the new Iwagakure, which is the clan that uh Gabimaro's from and they're supposed to show up. Uh but they don't show up in this first season. Just him. You know? But these fools are crazy. That Rokuroda dude man I mean he's an actual giant too it's fucking stupid and of course you gotta see again you gotta see this dude he's holding him as a baby with blood the blood of his dead parents on his sword this guy is like in his blood and is in his head and the island looks so beautiful too man and now these assholes are fighting each other. And I mean. She's super lucky. Like they're clashing swords. And I mean. She's definitely skilled. Uh, he refers to her clansman. The, the guy I said was a dickhead. Um, plus he's worrying about. Finding the elixir and having to deal with the Iwagakure. So there's no hatred for her. She's just in the way. She's like his impediment to getting to his wife. So, you know, he's trying to be ice cold. Because he's called Gabby Morrow a Hollow. So, you know, there's a certain reputation he, he has for being cold-blooded. But really, he was just doing what he was trained to do. And he's hesitant to kill her. And she's hesitant to kill him although you know neither of them really understand why the other is hesitant and he's like you know he should have been able to kill her they're still fighting you know this guy's having an internal dialogue that's upsetting him and his wife says I think it's normal not to want to kill anyone um but you know he's Gabby with the Hollow man. He's supposed to be able to kill people right. But he's blushing. Just cause his wife kissed him. So. It's a pretty weird story. If you ask me. She says to him you're not your old self anymore. So he's a fucked up character. Going through some transformations. And it seems like she's a catalyst for him to. Transform. You know, he experienced emotions after meeting her. And then they show, you know, they're doing a flashback thing where he <laughs> he killed the shit out of a guy. Said he, that he'd come after his wife. You know, and then were guys? Like I got a wife, a kid, and he pauses for a second, and then the fucking dude runs it right into his ass and stabs him. I guess you know what happens after that. That dude is no longer among the living. But, you know, he's going to want to kill this chick. He let her go again. Like, there's numerous times in his fight where he lets her go. And, you know, her attitude about things reminds him of his wife. So, you know. I guess they come to some sort of formal understanding in this particular instance, but, you know, as much of an understanding as you could get. So, then they cut to some other people. Um, you know, after these two patch up their beef. And then this is the shit that's crazy. The animation's really good, but the crazy part is, uh, there's these fucking weird, ugly, human-faced, biotechnologically created, uh, like, butterflies. But they, like, bite you and shit. And then they fly away. And then, you know, flowers, man, they're the ones who put the bumps on you and the flowers grow out of you. And so this poor bastard had to cut off his, his hand. And then... From out of his hand Emerges a bunch of nasty ass Flowers I mean they look nice But the bug is creepy And the environment is creepy too It's like the island of Dr. Moreau Or some shit And then these big ass fucked up ugly ass bugs With eyes that look humanoid You know They come out of nowhere you know, it's, fucking, it's fucked up And there's so many Of those fucking butterflies man But this fool just cut his arm off and he's talking about this is just starting to get interesting. It's getting real freaky. They got some shit that looks like hollows from bleach and shit. So anyway, that's a wrap on the second and third episodes. Uh, I'll be doing some more of this bullshit later. But you should check out this fucking show if you're not watching it. And if you don't like to watch it, maybe you could just read the fucking mangas. There's libraries. You can take books. They got interlibrary loans. You ain't got to buy shit. Anyway, Stack Daddy, ghouls and ghoulettes, you go out there, you have an awesome fucking Halloween, and you trick or fucking treat. Peace.